Welcome to Enough with the Small Talk. I'm your host, Katie Lane. I'm your pain recovery coach and life coach, here to help you navigate this little thing we call living. Are you done with the surface level life? Over surface level conversations, you're craving that deep emotional support where you can bear your soul to someone who cares? That's me. I'm that person. I'm that best friend that everyone thinks is their therapist, you know, except I'm not a therapist, but that's okay. I'm here to emotionally support you, help you acknowledge and recognize the things that you've actually gone through, and to show you that what you feel is valid and that the key to moving forward and healing is understanding exactly who you are. So I can't wait to dive in. Hello there. So today I have a lot on my brain. Bottom line is people judge what they don't understand. Right? I don't think there was ever a truer statement. But to dive into that even more is I was working with my newest one-on-one client and we uncovered so much in our first session. And this is my soul level life coaching program. So it's really like the deep, deep dive into your life, into your emotions, into the things that you're carrying around with you, the hardest things you've ever been through, really uncovering your pain and the meaning behind it, figuring out where you want to go, who you want to be, what the heck you want to do, you know? And we got into, and this is a lot of the people in my in my world and the people that I attract are people who have either gone through chronic illness chronic pain or an injury, right? Worked with a lot of women who have chronic illness diagnoses, diagnoses. I don't, I always never know how to do that. Say that word. Um, a lot of herniated disc, right? Low back problems. Um, and within the injury, the chronic illness or the chronic pain, usually... I, I really want to say always, there are traumatic events that are like pivotal life-changing moments, okay? Um, a lot of them can be the scariest, kind of the scariest moments of your story or the scariest moments of your journey that kind of like, like wake you the heck up. They shake you. Um, and all of a sudden you look at like, you look at life differently and what happens is is there's a lot of people in your life that won't understand that right and this is why I say people judge what they don't understand it's human it's not like you know it doesn't make people bad that's just a human thing (laughs) but it can be really difficult after you go through something that is so like life shaking life altering Usually it took like an extreme toll on your physical body. It takes an extreme toll on your emotional body and you kind of like come to the other side and all of a sudden the people in your circle, you you don't necessarily feel like you're in that circle anymore (laughs) because you now look at life differently. Now you're, you're paying attention to things that you didn't before. Your priorities oftentimes when we go through something like this, our priorities flip upside down. Like what was on the bottom is now on the top. 
what was on the top is now on the bottom. And it really does. It gives you a new outlook on life. And what my client and I were talking about is how our priorities are based on our fears as human, as humans, right? So prime example for me, I'll use myself as an example. When I was working at the bank, and I was working a million bajillion hours, a million days in a row. Like my priority was my job. My priority was my job. At the bottom of the priority list was my body, was my health, was my my mental, emotional san- sanity, you know. Um, all that came last, all of it, you know. Saving money. I wasn't focused on saving money. I wasn't focused on... And when I got hurt really bad in 2018 and all of a sudden I couldn't work and all of a sudden my body stopped functioning the way that it used to and all of a sudden my emotions were like I was experiencing emotions I've never experienced before and all of a sudden my priorities completely flipped upside down. I didn't give two shoots about my job anymore. I lost my job, <laughs> right? So I, it wasn't, I wasn't worried about my job anymore. I was worried about my body. I was worried about if I would ever walk again. I was worried about how am I going to get myself healthy, right? I was actually, my fear, my fears drove my action, right? Which is why I got started focusing on my healthier habits. I created my healthy living tracker system, right? Those of you who've been around for a while, you guys can now actually get those for 33 bucks. The link will be in the show notes for my self-paced empowered healing program. Those are in there for you. But I created that system to help me build healthy habits because I was so afraid that if I didn't, that I wouldn't be okay. But it took me not being okay to fear not being okay, right? Like, ugh, we as humans are such reactive beings rather than proactive. And unfortunately, a lot of times we have to hit our rock bottom, right? And our rock bottom will look different than other people's rock bottom. But, and then all of a sudden saving money, right? Because I lost my job. All of a sudden I became this money saving guru and was panicked and freaking out about learning how to save my money, learning how to be more strategic. I started really focusing on what I was putting in my body, right? I became really like nutrient focused and started learning about gut health and started learning about all these things, right? And as my story has evolved, it's turned into a very much like emotional healing journey. And, you know, I, after dealing with the medical system and going through what I went through with all sorts of different doctors, I started prioritizing things a little bit differently after everything that I learned and once I got a better understanding of how things were going for me. And there's a lot of people that didn't agree with my medical decisions. There was a lot of people, um, you know, a big thing for me is like, why didn't you just get surgery? Like, why don't, why don't you just get back surgery? People that loved me that were still seeing me in pain really questioned my decision not to get surgery. And what I say is people judge what they don't understand, right? Context is missing. And unless you've lived through the same experience as someone else, you're not really going to fully understand what it is that they're thinking, what it is that they're feeling, what it is that they're fearing, and what it is that they're prioritizing. 
And when you kind of have this like healing rock bottom epiphany, I don't even know what you would call it. Um, you might get, I don't know. I'm pointing out those of you who are, who are in this position where maybe you're feeling like people in your life don't quite understand, right? Like you've changed, but those around you haven't, right? And what I want to point out, because what we uncovered in our session was like this feeling of family not supporting me, right? Feeling like maybe it feels like they don't love me. It feels like they don't, all these negative things, right? That, that we're feeling because said family members now don't really understand the choices that we're making, right? And what we uncovered in this session is... The difference is where our fears lie. That family member, those family members have different fears because they love you. They don't understand the full picture. Maybe they're not super focused on like what's going in your body. Maybe they don't real. they just want to see you get better and they don't care if you exhaust all mainstream medical treatment that maybe you don't really want to put in your body or you don't really want to go through that anymore based on what you've already experienced right and it can feel like people don't support or don't love you when they don't understand the choices that you're making but it comes down to different we have different priorities based on our fears So it's not that the people in your life don't necessarily love you or support you, but it's hard to support something that we don't understand, right? And what we have to understand is we've gone through this life-altering experience or experiences, right? Dealing with the chronic illness or the pain or the, the health scare or the injury or the diagnosis or the trauma that happened or the emotional BS that we went through. And we can't expect People who haven't experienced something of the same thing to understand, right? doesn't mean it's, it's that easy to like just r- blow it off or rub it off or let it, you know, let it not bother us or upset us. But if we can try to put ourselves in their shoes of Like, what are they afraid of? Okay, they're afraid of me being in pain still. They're afraid of me doing this treatment and it not getting to the outcome that they want, right? They want me to do this treatment because in their eyes, that's going to lead to the better outcome for me. They want me to take this course of action. And the same thing with like us and other people, right? If there's people in your life, in your family that you are like looking at their life choices and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? We all have that. What are you doing? And you want to shake them. The difference is you have different fears of that person that you love. You fear that they're going to keep living the way that they're living and and you're afraid of where they're going to end up. You're afraid of where they're going to end up if they keep making the choices that they make, right? Or you're afraid you want to see them in a different place. You're prioritizing something that they're not, right? My point is here is our fears drive our action and our fears, our priorities are based on our fears. So if we have different fears, our priorities are not going to be the same, 
which means our actions are not going to be the same, which means we cannot expect people that have different fears and different priorities to take the same action as us. We have to understand this because we will beat our freaking heads against a wall until we understand this. And the same thing with other people in our lives, right? If they could understand that our fears are different, our priorities are different, which is why we're making these decisions, right? It's a hard thing, but it all comes down to human emotion. It all comes down to human emotion. But know that the people in your life, they're not just going to always understand, which is why it's really important to connect with people. I'm a huge advocate for this, this in particular. It's, in, it's super important to connect with people who have gone through what you've gone through who understand it, who do understand it on like a soul level. We cannot, I've, I've actually talked about this a lot. I talk about this in my self-paced healing program as well. And this is like talking about significant others with chronic pain, how we, we crave a certain type of support from like our significant others or the people in our life when we are faced with a chronic illness or chronic injury, we're going through this stuff, right? And I always say like we cannot expect everything from one person or we can't always expect a certain type of support from one person. Like one person can't be everything for us. One person can't be every type of support that we need. We cannot expect that from one person, right? We are going to have our differences. We are, there are going to be things that we just can't see eye to eye on. There are going to be things that we just don't understand and that they don't understand about us. And sometimes, sometimes it's necessary to just seek it elsewhere. To seek that support, to seek that understanding elsewhere from someone who is capable of being on that level because they've gone through it, right? Or they have a life experience that kind of allows them to see it more closely than the other people in your life, right? But it's also the step before just going out and seeking this support elsewhere is also really trying our best, which is hard with the people we love. To communicate on a different level. Like imagine if you could communicate on a level that like is acknowledging the fears of the other person rather than just being like, you don't get it or why? Like just trying to prove your point, right? We get so stuck in trying to prove our point all the time. And it's like, instead, what if we listen to the other person, but we're able to talk about like, based on what they're saying, we can kind of uncover their fears, Okay, they don't agree with this or they don't understand this, but it's because they're afraid of me doing this and getting hurt or they're afraid of me doing this and getting worse or not getting better or whatever it is, right? So their fear actually comes from a place of them really freaking caring about us and really loving us. So if we can acknowledge each other's fears and acknowledge that our fears, this is why... I'm making this decision or hey, this is why I disagree with the decision that you're making or wish you would do this. Like if we could talk on a more, just say how we actually feel, like it sounds really simple, but it's really hard, right? Rather than spitting facts, you know, like 
humans are emotional beings. This is a thing. We, a lot of us get so caught up in like the facts and like, I remember that was me with like my back surgery and like I was like so fact driven about how many people get back surgery and have to get another one or they don't, you know, they don't have a good outcome. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. And like people don't care about the statistics. Like that's a big thing that I learned is a lot of people because the reason that they're upset with the decision that that you're making in the first place is because they're emotionally, it's hitting them emotionally, right? Like they're either mad for a certain reason or they're frustrated for a certain reason or they're sad or they're scared, right? Those are emotions, (laughs) fear-based. Statistics aren't the best way to like, like ease a fear usually with a human being, right? So if we could try to communicate on more of a human emotional level, imagine what that might open up. Even just a mutual understanding with each other that you don't already have. Or even if you can silently try to uncover the fears of the person that you're having this kind of like back and forth with and even just giving yourself the peace of mind that even though it feels like they don't love and support you right now, it's because they're just afraid. You know how freeing that is to just have that peace of mind rather than writing the story of they don't love me, they don't care, they don't care about what I want, blah, 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 like the things that we make up in our head, how we actually internalize the situation, how freeing it is to just be like, no, I can more clearly see where they're actually coming from. And it's because they care. It is because they care, right? So we, in this session, we uncovered the biggest, like, we were both like, oh my gosh, when I said the, one of the biggest things, this is what I want, I want you guys to take this away from today's episode is people take action based on their priorities and their priorities stem from their fear. Right? So like these three things are all very much connected. Your priorities, your fears, and your action. Your fears come from your life experience and everything that you've gone through. Everybody's different. Everybody's fears are warranted. Like they have validity, right? They exist for a reason, whether other people understand or not. So fears come from our individual life experience. Based on our fears, we are going to have certain priorities to try to offset the fear. You see? Our priorities then dictate our action because then we try to take action that align with our priorities, right? So what does this mean? Why does this matter, Katie? This matters because we cannot expect people with different fears than us to take the same action, to have priorities that fully align with ours. This is like a major life lesson. (laughs) I am not kidding. How much... I, how much just BS we can strip through just knowing this. So how do I want you to apply this to your life? I want you to start looking at the people in your life that maybe you're butting heads with. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, we just cannot get on the same page. We keep arguing or we keep this person's upset with me based on these decisions or I'm upset with this person based on the decisions that they're making and you're driving yourself crazy or they're driving themselves crazy because we're not making the decisions we want to see each other make. Or we're not getting the level of understanding or support from each other that we really want. I want you to try to uncover the other person's fears. 
and even more so, I want you to be brave and I want you to try to focus on how can you communicate with this person and talk about the fears rather than having a pissing match, right? Rather than just going back and forth, can you actually talk about I'm afraid, which is what I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z, which is why I'm mad, which is why I'd like to see you do boom, 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 boom. Are they able to express what their fears are to you? Right? So this is a huge, this aligns with, so those of you who have been around for a while, the Back Pain Lady Club actually has matured and evolved into something completely different. And my group experience is now called the inner circle this is a soul healing space this is like my tagline for it okay you ready gosh my throat (laughs) it's a soul healing space for depth seeking women on their physical and emotional healing journey so one of the one of the activities we just did in there was a vulnerability challenge and it was I challenged the women because I want to expand those of you who are in here and those of you who come in part of my whole purpose is helping you emotionally grow and expand and like strengthen yourself emotionally and master your emotions because there's such a different level and quality of life that we can live if we can do this within ourselves And I challenged the ladies to a vulnerability challenge because I know how life-changing and important it can be to be able to express your vulnerability, to be able to talk about what you're afraid of, to be able to actually talk about what you feel versus just the anger, like just having it come out as anger and frustration and never actually resolving an issue with the people that you love, right? So that's a big part of the inner circle is emotional expansion. A lot of it is trauma exploration, self-awareness, all about what I talk about. And it's really like in my gut, the ideal person for this is someone who had something in your life that that really shook you, that really changed everything for you. And you're in this phase of rebuilding yourself now. <clears throat> And not only are you on like focusing on physical healing, but you're at a pivotal point where you've realized that the emotional aspect of healing is everything. And then, so the inner circle is your safe space. Like it's your inner circle of like-minded humans, just as dedicated to the healing process as you, just as like craving as much depth as you, willing to do the deep dive, a place to come in and explore your pain and explore your trauma and grow and strengthen yourself emotionally. The the inner circle is like my soul, baby. (laughs) And if you're ready for an even deeper experience, that's my soul level life coaching program. So that's eight weeks of me and you, sister. (laughs) Me and you, it is your time, eight weeks dedicated to you for whatever you need to surface to surface, a space for you to talk about what you've never been able to talk about or uncover with anybody else. So obviously this is, this takes you being very comfortable with me. This takes you feeling safe with me. 
I've had people refer to sessions as feeling like home or as feeling like a warm, cozy blanket. And that's exactly what I want you to feel in Soul Level Life Coaching. But I, in order for it to be like as transformational as I know it can be and as I have designed it to be, you have to commit to opening yourself to me, right? So Soul Level Life Coaching is everything. Um... So a lot of people will start in the inner circle, right? In that group experience and get their brains activated and their hearts and souls open and get into this depth mode. And then they'll transition into that deep, deep one-on-one work with me. Some people just know, you know, I had a woman be like, I just, I, I know, I know you're my human. I know you're my person and I need, I just need time and space with you. And that's it. So you guys know what you need. Okay. I'm here to provide the different containers, to provide the different experiences, to help you heal and to help you grow and for you to feel emotionally fulfilled. I think that's really one of the biggest things that all of my clients really, really a desire and feel after working with me in some capacity. And that's what I want. That is a transformation that I want to provide to you is this emotional fulfillment, this emotional satisfaction that so many of us are living without. Like so many of us are living in emotional discontent, right? And it doesn't have to be this way. And that affects all aspects of our life, our relationships, our life path, our career, us getting connected and figuring out what like our purpose is and why we're meant to be here. If we're living in such an emotionally disconnected or discontent space, like everything is going to feel out of whack, you know? And I always say this, I'm like, I don't want people to die feeling unfulfilled and feeling like they didn't show up for them freaking selves in the way that they had always like dreamt of, right? All right. I I, got to go. (laughs) I got to go. This is going to turn into like a three hour episode. So... I hope you got some moments out of this. That was like a brain, like mind blowing moment. Tag this in your, share this in your story. Tag, tag me, share it. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. Share this. I would love so much for you guys to share this in any capacity, whether it's tagging me on Instagram, sharing it on your Facebook, sending it to a friend privately that just needs to hear it, that you know, even if it's a family member, you know? Even if you want to pass this message along to a family member, from my heart to yours to theirs, you see? All right. I love you all. I am going for now. Ta-ta for now. And as always, you guys, take care of yourself.